Jess, have you heard of this before? The old man bandit? No, never. This is wild, man. It's making national news. Yeah, this is down in Montgomery County. And there's this guy that has been robbing banks now for the last 45 years. No. And he finally got recaught. His name is, I guess I need to say allegedly in some way. I don't know. Actually, some of these are not alleged anymore. But this most recent one, I need to say allegedly. Um, robbed a bank recently. Let me tell you the whole backstory. This dude's 67 years old, okay? His name is Stephen Gass or Goss. And he was arrested. It was now, it was back in July after he was charged with robbing a bank in Gaithersburg. Um, This is on July the 14th, right? But he's the old man bandit. The reason he's called the old man bandit, it's not necessarily because he is 67 years old, which is, I would say, pretty old to be robbing banks. I wouldn't consider a 60... That's my mom's age, Jess, basically. Well, yeah, like, I'm wondering, what is his strategy? Like, how is he stealing money? He literally... So this last one, he literally walked into a bank in Gaithersburg. He handed them a note that said, I'm here to rob the bank. And then, allegedly, they hit the alarm, and he walked out with no money. The cops then chased after him and got him. So it wasn't even, like, that exciting of a of a story. 67... I mean, that's... That's some people listening's grandfather's age, you know? That's what he does, pass his notes and tells them I'm going to rob the bank. That's it. So this dude's backstory is he actually was busted for robbing 19 banks. He pled guilty for robbing 19 banks just two years ago in Florida. Um, <sighs> they let him go and because his parents were getting older. And so they let him go in Florida, let him come back here to live here. And now he's robbing banks all over again. Oh, no. Um, but, but total, just in total, this man allegedly has been robbing banks. He, well, some in Florida here, some here in Maryland for 45 years. 45 oh years. The earliest they can actually, I mean, this dude's been robbing banks longer than I've actually been alive. 1977 was the first year that this old man bandit here in Maryland was actually busted for, uh, for robbing banks. Is There's, he in jail now? So he's being held right now without bond. So I guess they have to wait for him to actually like. But like, wouldn't you think they would automatically assume this dude was guilty? Yeah. Like you rob, like, you know, rob a bank once, shame on me. Rob a bank 19 times and it's like. Eventually he has to give it up. You know what I mean? Something. Why do you think that happens? What do you think the mentality behind that is? I don't know. Also, just the fact of how long he's been doing it for. And at this point, obviously, he's getting sick of it. If he's that lazy just to pass somebody a note being like, hey, this is what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? Dude's tired. How would you not be? You've been robbing banks for for literally now for 45 years. You've been doing this. I don't know. Honestly, is this like thrill of the chase? kind of situation do you think it's like a high for him to where he oh, just yeah. wants to it see it has to get to an addictive point i would i would think for you to do it for so long or you just don't know any other way if you can get it that easy you know what i mean he just cannot quit robbing banks no matter what if you're new to our show then you need to know that we have a tradition that we do and we will continue that right now to hopefully put a smile on your face it is called to bay or not to bay That is the Maryland question. Obviously, if you're from Maryland and you hold Maryland close to your heart, I don't need to tell you how important Old Bay is to us. 
It is the spice of the gods. And to be honest with you, we didn't know much about it until about two years ago. It's so bizarre. Like, nobody else in the country understands Old Bay like we do here. Can we just mention your shirt? I know this is not a TV I'm show. Gonna, no, I'm going to post this video and you guys can see. Like, <laughs> I like Old Bay has taken over my life. Currently, I am wearing an Old Bay hat from Route 1 Apparel. And also this uh, hoodie, Spread Old Bay. It's the Maryland way, <laughs> baby. She came and merched out today for this thing. I have an addictive personality, so it's like once I'm in, I'm in. Like y'all don't want to. I have old bay signs in my studio. Like I'm just kind of out of control with it. So what we do with today or not today is to challenge the theory of you can put it on anything and it's good, right? Yes, and we've tried it on random things because we wanted like, is it actually good on everything? Pickles, uh, random like hot chocolate bombs, uh, ugh, orange juice. That wasn't that wasn't a good one. Not great. So and- we tested. It, so you don't have to. What, I will I test it. What are we doing this week? This week, we are doing an iced coffee from Dunkin' because it is iced coffee day. Every uh, every iced coffee that gets bought today, a dollar will be donated to a Johns Hopkins Children's Center and University of Maryland Children's Hospital. So if there's anything you can do today to help spread some joy and light, is treat yourself to an iced coffee. Kind of a win-win, right? Yeah. But have you ever thought about putting Old Bay in your iced coffee, in your Duncan, probably not. Yeah. But we're going to do it for you. So. <laughs> this is my favorite. Also, I've already had some coffee, so I'm sorry. You're I'm talking like a million miles a minute right But now. listen, this is my, all my coffee lovers will understand. Yeah. That's our favorite sound on the planet. It wakes you up. All right. So take, we, we got a large Duncan iced coffee. We're going to pour, I think we have to assume you have to put a lot of Old Bay into I'm gonna that. I'm going to put a lot. Because if not, it's probably going to. I'm going to put a lot. Because coffee's so coffee. Yeah, and then I'll stir it together. So I'm putting it in here. Mix it up. That's a lot. And let's see, is iced coffee from Dunkin', is it better when you add Old Bay to it? Or is it is it even necessary? Some may say not even necessary. Okay, so I'm stirring it right now, you guys. All right, and... Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, we got to show it back. <laughs> we'll have all day. Okay, here we go. Wait, that's like not bad. What the heck? Is it necessary though? Do you need it? I mean, if you want to spice up your life a little bit. Do you like it? Like, what does it taste like? Old Bay coffee. That's actually not bad. So this is just, so just so you know, this is just like a plain iced coffee. I have a little bit of cream and sugar in it. And the Old Bay kind of complements like the bitterness yeah. a little bit. I mean, but I, I love the espresso taste. So I actually kind of like it. You're talking so much. <laughs> Am I? Is I'm, it to bay or not to bay? Yeah. To bay. Would you fake a disability to get through the airport faster? Because according to TikTok, this is the new quote unquote trend no. that everyone's doing right now. And it's actually becoming a problem. Basically, the idea is, is that you just you go to the airlines and you say, listen, I, I am disabled. The airline most likely not going to question you because that's going to cross some line, I'm sure, yeah. because, well, what's wrong with you? Right. If you ask for wheelchair assistance, they will give it through to you, and they will basically get you through security. Yeah. And to the front and of the, the line, line of the plane mm-hmm. faster mm-hmm. because of it. 
I mean, it's causing so many problems at airports. Actually, this is the this is a um, one of the um, directors at an airport over in London. Listen, we have more demand than we had before the pandemic. Mm. Some of this is because people are using the wheelchair support to try to get fast track through the airport. That is uh, absolutely the wrong thing to be doing. And if you go on TikTok, you'll see that that is one of the travel hacks that people are recommending. Yeah, to oh actually do goodness. this, and people are doing it, posting videos of them doing it onto TikTok, and now it's kind of becoming like a thing. Yeah. Right? How, like to you, is is this is this the wrong thing to do? Does it feel totally. absolutely wrong to you? Yeah, I feel like it's crossing the line, completely disrespectful, and I think it's disgusting to be honest. So I, I have a an unseen disability. Okay, now I can tell you, as someone that has used this service and actually uses it every time I fly Southwest, I fly disability every single time, mm-hmm. and it is the most awkward situation ever by the way but i see how easy it is i have this hearing disability where just think of it as like the opposite of being deaf basically everything is too loud for me so when i fly on planes i have to fly in the front of the plane in front of the wing so it's not too loud right Mm -hmm. so i have to go through this process of requesting now i go through the regular security line but then when i go to the uh, to be on the plane to can be in front basically basically i need to be one of the first people on the plane right? yeah otherwise because when stuff is like extremely loud then it's like very it's very painful i can be like i, I can go down for a couple of days hearing wise it's bad yeah so i i have to go through this disability process and i can tell you they don't ask anything they don't ask any, literally, so this is, this is the exact process. I walk up to the gate. But are they even allowed to, though? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even think they're allowed to ask. I can see exactly why people are getting away with this. Because they just, I just say, hey, I need a, a disability pre-board mm-hmm. for Southwest. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, uh, is there a specific seat you need on the plane? I just say, no. And they say, do you need wheelchair assistance? And I say, no. Mm-hmm. And then they hand me a pass. Mm. And that's it. And I cut in front of everybody else. Now, to be fair... I stand in like the back of the disability line because there's people that really honestly can't walk and get on the plane. Yeah. But I can tell you as someone that has to use this service, it is extremely easy to get. Now, if I was some punk 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, mm-hmm. I mean, you used to see this at theme parks all the time where people would use this same thing to get in front of Disney World lines, right? Mm-hmm. You hear people like, oh, I need, I need a wheelchair access, and they would cut in front of the lines. And this is kind of the new way of doing it. I want you to know that... Whatever you think that you can't do, you are more than capable of doing and that you are enough and you deserve all the happiness in the world. Why Jess felt really compelled to come on the radio and talk about this today, like just to make this statement. What what led you to this? I had a really big breakthrough in therapy last night and I felt very passionate about sharing my situation because I feel like a lot of people may be in the same position and not know where that feeling of fear and lack of self-confidence comes from Mm -hmm. or where it stems from. Mm -hmm. And I was actually in a very emotionally and verbally abusive relationship for about eight, nine years of my life. It got physical once, and... This is before Garage Boy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't realize, being in that kind of situation, how much it affected me mentally and how it even interfered with my confidence when it comes to not just 
you know, personal and romantic relationships, but how I feel about myself in my career and what I think I can achieve. So what came up in therapy last night then? So she basically brought up that I have an issue finishing things, projects, or going after things professionally, like a lack of confidence because I don't think that it's going to work out or why would it work Mm, out? You always go in thinking the worst Mm -hmm. or like there's no way I can achieve this. Right. And it's weird because it's hard for me to set goals because I like for other people or situations or even for myself because I have a hard time seeing the finish line because I just don't think there is one. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand that it stems from that. And maybe it's whether, you know, if you were in a similar romantic relationship or that could have even, you could have even received that type of treatment from a family member Mm -hmm. in your life or a mentor in your life. And you kind of have this like long lasting kind of, uh, you just don't believe in yourself in a sense. So can you think back now, now that you've kind of uncovered that this came from the relationship, what's something that he may say or do that now after having this breakthrough in therapy, you realize, oh my God, that that stemmed from this pain of my relationship, my previous relationship. Well, I think because uh, a lot of the time, you know, being on the radio and working towards where I am now, I w- I've always loved it and I've always been passionate about it. But during that time, I would always hear comments of like, well, why are you staying late? And why are you doing this? And why are you going to that? Because, I mean, what are the chances of this happening or this working out, you know? And that was his constant reinforcement to you being right. like, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Or, I mean, if we were, if we would get into a confrontation, you know, it was always my fault or something that I did or something that I didn't do. And so sometimes, and now I know and have learned that that has affected me in a sense of like, well, I might do something wrong or maybe I won't try. And I think these feelings have been coming up a lot because we are going to like this radio co- convention in a sense And I have the opportunity to be on a panel and speak in front of people. And I, and she asked me like, why, I mean, are you excited? And like, my reaction was like, I think it's going to be cool. Like I'm excited. And you know, like, have you told anyone about it? And I, and I really haven't spoken about it. And I was wondering like, and she was like, why are you kind of hiding it? Because in my mind, it's like this imposter syndrome, like, because I have this feeling that when I show up, like it's a mistake Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not supposed to do that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I didn't understand. And it's one thing too, like there was a lot of infidelity in that situation. So I think if that's something that you have experienced as well, of course, you know, someone else going off to do things with other people while they're in a relationship with you multiple times with multiple different people that constantly makes you wonder, why am I not good enough? Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that that also translated into my life professionally. I think a lot of people, our radio show is different than other shows you may listen to, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people will get on to us like, well, just just play some music. Stop talking about your lives. Who cares? But I think the reason that we open up like this to you is so that you realize that if you're feeling this kind of way, like you're not alone. And we, going through our life experiences, hopefully there's something we can share with you that makes you feel more understood in right. your situation. So your biggest takeaway yesterday, Jess, was what? Is that you can do anything that you want to do. Yeah. And no matter who it was or who that person was telling you that you couldn't, they were just basically pushing their own internal thoughts on you and stop standing in your own way. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. I'm just calling to uh, 
talk about your show? Yeah, we'll talk about our uh, show, man. Yeah. I'd rather hear music than hear your discussion of your personal problems and all of that. Okay. Well, there's plenty of radios. There's so many places you can get music. That's, that's the good news. Yeah, yeah. Streaming services, yeah. all that kind of stuff. CDs, yeah. tapes, plenty of, plenty of opportunities to get music nowadays. So, shouldn't okay, be a shortage. Not when I'm driving. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, there's plenty of ways to get music while you're driving, you know? Yeah, well, okay. I'll have to switch channels then. Okay. okay. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> How's that make you feel? I mean, I'm not going to apologize for trying to help people. So if this isn't the station for you, I encourage you to gladly switch your dial, sir. <laughs> I mean, do we talk about our lives too much? Like, is it too much? We've always just wanted to make here. The point of our radio show that when we started this is just to say we just want to our biggest thing is to, like to make Baltimore and Maryland feel connected mm -hmm. you know we love the music that we play on this radio station um and, and we're aware we are aware that we're very different like we know that i don't want anyone to think that like we you know we don't know what that we are aware that not a lot of shows are as vulnerable and open and raw as we are yeah. which is why we do what we do yeah man oh that just irritates me that just irritates me when like you would take the time to like open up it's not easy to come in front of hundreds of thousands of people mm -hmm. and be so raw especially about like an, a previous relationship which i think is kind of crazy because what he did to me is literally <laughs> what i was <laughs> kind, kind of, of telling thanks chris thanks yeah, for um, thank you sir spreading that positivity this uh, this is olivia hi olivia um, I, I wanted to make a comment about what Jess was just talking about. Yeah. Um, like, she, she had the perfect timing because this morning as I'm driving to work, I've been having a lot of anxiety, and I'm still, like, trying to... Okay, since me and my ex had, like, about a month ago moved out and we broke up. Yeah. And I've been trying to get my mental health in order mm -hmm. and just and my anxiety under control. And you saying that just, like, really... Really, really helped me a little bit this morning, mm. and I really appreciate it. That's so nice. I have been struggling, have been struggling a little harder than, than normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but just well, listening to you guys just makes me feel a little bit better about, about my day. Good, you which know? is totally normal that you're struggling right now. So even though it feels really heavy and really dark right now, no, it's not always going to feel like that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy doing it. It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Yeah, presumably the idea that you're about to hear on the radio has potential to be a little, little nuts. Okay. But that's what this segment's all about, right? Yeah. So if you are thinking about doing something kind of crazy, we want to know what it is. Because sometimes the craziest ideas are the best ideas. Or if it's not, we got to talk you out of it. And this is Anonymous. We got you on the voice disguiser. Hello, Anonymous. Hi. So what's going on? What's uh, what's this idea you have? I know that my best friend is being cheated on, but it's against the law for me to tell her about it. Oh my god. Why why would is it illegal? Well, I'm an ER nurse and I work the third shift and I saw her boyfriend come in with this girl that she's been thinking that he might be cheating on her with. Mm -hmm. So it's against HIPAA violation for me to even talk about it with her. Wait, so why why did they why were they in the ER? Mm -hmm. Well, I talked to some of my coworkers about it, and they said that 
the girl that he's with had some sort of kitchen accident and got like this burn on her arm. But they came in in the middle of the night and it was really clear that, you know, they were probably dating, you know. So, oh, so you kind yeah. of all over each other. Okay. You didn't You didn't care you for didn't them, ca- but you saw them come in? Yeah. Okay. What is the history with these two? Like, do we know of this girl? Yeah, I mean, my friend just has been really suspicious of this girl and has been really self-conscious and insecure about her. And then so there's already, like, there's already, like, this hunch yeah that, that there yeah. actually She's is something going on and now yeah now you're stuck exactly and i love this friend she's one <sighs> of my closest friends i've known her for so long and i just don't know what to do you know like i don't know if i should tell her or not and it's such a bad situation because i'm not even supposed to you know say anything so yeah right. you, you weren't even supposed uh, to see them like yeah i don't i don't know hipaa law that well but i know that's got to be a huge friggin' no-no like basically whatever happens behind the scenes is exactly yeah i'm not even supposed to mention that i saw them there but i mean i just feel so bad she's like one of my best friends how much you like your job <laughs> like, like, how serious are you, doing? are you taking this thing? No, I take my job super seriously. That's why this is so hard because I know, you know, that this is really serious and this is a major violation. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, phone number is 410 583 1065. Anonymous has a friend where there's like some sneaking suspicion something going on, right? Mm-hmm. With her boyfriend. And now Anonymous literally has the proof that they were together. I, mean, I mean, we don't know. Maybe they were just being friends, but no, you said it looked together. romantic enough. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, they were kind of all over each other. It was pretty obvious yeah. what was going on. But, you know, under all types of rules of what actually happens, I Anonymous can't say much of anything. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? Do we tell her to go for it and tell the friend or do we talk her out of it? Because as a nurse profession, as a medical professional, yeah, like, that's... What you kind of have to do. I would tell her. And I, I mean, I just feel like there's ways that we can get around this to where maybe maybe your friend doesn't have to say, like, you know, where she got the information. Maybe your friend doesn't even have to say, like, you know, I, I someone told me that they saw you, you know, in the R with this girl. I think if anything, she just needs this information to where she can just leave him and she doesn't owe him an explanation. But I would tell her. And then what happened? And what if it gets back? What if for some reason it comes out mm-hmm. and then there's a HIPAA violation yeah. and then you lose your job? And I don't know what else, I don't know how HIPAA violations work. I have no idea. But yeah, I'm just saying, don't. like, are you willing to, like, risk your job? Hey, Stephanie from Elegant City. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? So I am a nurse myself, so I'm very aware of all the HIPAA violations. Um, I do know that HIPAA violation is a, it's a serious law, I want to say rule law, to follow. Yeah. Um, however, this is a situation where I feel like if she tells a friend, how is the HIPAA violation? It's not going to get back to her, I feel like. Like, if this, if I was in her situation, I would have absolutely tell. I don't even think I would think about. So <laughs> I don't even think it would you- cross my mind about the HIPAA violation in this situation because it's not going to get back. I feel like it wouldn't get back to her. Yeah. I mean, someone would have to call the hospital. Someone would have to call administration. Then it's hearsay. It's his word against his word, her word. Okay. Also to, yeah. So also you're saying it's not, like, uh, it's not like we have a, a some type of diagnosis that's been revealed no, on paper. True. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. HIPAA is if someone comes in with a diagnosis that I learn of and I'm like, oh my God, I got to go tell someone. That is, oh, that's a big, big, huge no-no. You don't do that. Okay. However, she's witnessed something. Also, too, if the patient wasn't directly hers, her patient, 
if there's something that you just witnessed, like if I witnessed something happening around the corner, then technically it's not really a HIPAA violation. It's not under the, my direct care. Yeah, she, like, she was just walking down the hall, and she sees them, too. Yeah, that so was just something she yeah. happened to see. Stephanie, Stephanie, you'd have your camera phone out, wouldn't you? You'd be, you'd be taking video. Yeah, you'd be... Exactly. No, I would. I would be. No, um, but so there's different t- situations going on in here. Like, if you're just witnessing something, then it's here. Like, you know, okay. to me, I don't think it would so get back to her. You her wouldn't, job, she'd get fired. You wouldn't think twice about it. You, you'd tell her in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think twice about it, no, because oh. I feel like you can get her, like, if, he, if she said, she said, if someone would have to call the hospital, yeah. it'd be a thing. It'd be a yeah, thing. It'd be a huge thing to okay. fire you over a HIPAA violation. I would tell her absolutely. It's, it's good to hear this. Thank you. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Cameron from Baltimore. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. I do not believe HIPAA law should be violated. I'm a nurse myself, and I took an oath to protect the, the rights of our patients, and that is not okay. She should not tell her friends. If she was doing her job, she wouldn't be in this mess. She should be very, very, very appalled at what she has done. I, listen, I I want to be able to make sure that we're respectful of HIPAA laws. I think they're important, well, right? No, I mean, 100%, and also, we don't work in the medical field, so I, I'm sure that it needs to be taken very seriously, but can we... But can we try to have, like, some empathy of, you know, like, could you imagine being, you know, in that position where someone that is so close to you, you're seeing something happen to them and you can't say anything? Can you kind of understand where she's coming from? I can I can empathize, but at, at the same time, you took an oath to protect the rights of patients, and that's the job you chose. That's the profession you chose, and you should uphold uh, your your oath. So I, I don't agree. I don't agree she should tell. You said you are a nurse? I am. Do you feel like most nurses... I'm just, no, I'm just curious about HIPAA law for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like most nurses would feel the same way you do? And like, yes, absolutely. Okay. 100%. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for calling us. Thank you. What are, which way is it going on text messages right now? It's honestly just kind of 50-50 split. This text right here says HIPAA is a big deal. And she should find another way to set him up for her friend to find out. Do not tell her anything about the visit. We need nurses and you work too hard to get where you are. There are other ways to put him um, on blast. But this text right here says, don't HIPAA laws only cover the one getting treatment, not breaking laws if she just mentions him. Oh, so she's saying like, this has nothing to do with... Because he wasn't the patient. He wasn't the one getting treated. So maybe it's not that big of a deal then. (sighs) 410-583-1065. 410-583-1065. Emily from Frederick, good morning. Morning. Do we tell her to go forward or do we talk her out of it? She needs to be talked out of it. And why? HIPAA violation isn't just a matter of losing her job. It's a matter of losing any licensure or potential for employment in that field moving forward. Oh, wow. So you're saying, if, and this is my concern, right? I mean, I, I think we'd have to do a roundabout way of finding this out. I think we have ways to, to you know, brush it under the rug a smidge bit of how mm-hmm. we found out this information. But if it did, if it did get back to somehow being like, oh, we did see them. I saw them when they were in the ER. And you're saying that basically would negate any type of future medical opportunity whatsoever. And any field that would require HIPAA compliance. If she's asked if she's violated HIPAA, aware of HIPAA, if it comes out that she had a HIPAA violation, she wouldn't be able to get employment in any field that's going to require HIPAA compliance. 
And Emily, you're a therapist, so like you, yeah. I'm, assu- I'm assuming you have found yourself in situations like these. Absolutely. So, but I mean, this is like we're talking, you know, one of your best friends. So is she supposed to just sit by and let her best friend get cheated on? I- essentially. Yes, she cannot provide this information that she knows. It's a, it's a HIPAA violation. She can't. It risks her own well-being, her own life, livelihood. And if the guy's cheating and her friend already has concerns, mm-hmm. it's going to come out sooner rather than okay, later. Okay, so you're anyway. saying you're so saying let her, it come out basically. some other way. You don't touch it. Don't risk your job over it. No, you can't, Got it. You can't risk your livelihood over that. Okay. Thank you for calling us. Sure. Anonymous. So what are we thinking? I mean, I just don't know. This this HIPAA violation has it's just got me completely freaked out. Yeah. Um, I know, yeah. like I've got you know a relationship with my best friend, and part of me really, really wants to tell her about this, but right. I just don't want to risk my job. You know? Yeah. I do know. It's tough, man. When we're talking like legalities involved, this was just like, hey, no, don't, I know. like hush, hush, don't tell anybody. Like, that's one thing. But this is like, these laws are here for a reason. The fact that you even on the radio, honest to God, saying this already puts you in danger. So, well, here's what we do. I know we don't have like a real time on this, uh, but can we give you a couple of days to think it over and then find out kind of what you what you decide to do with this? Because I know we all get kind of super interested in how these stories go. Uh, would you be cool with typically we, we get updates on Monday? Uh, would you be cool with, with checking back in with us at like 820 on Monday? Yeah, that works. Okay, great. Please tell me I'm not the only person in the state of Maryland that's ever sent an inappropriate picture message. Not even text message. Like, text message, I feel like you can rebound from. Picture message, there's nothing that you can say or do. I just, I don't even know what the next steps are. Yeah, that's why Apple wanted to make the unsend feature for creepos like you, didn't they? Y'all, I've got myself in the worst freaking predicament right now. I accidentally sent what I would consider, and I'm sure was received, as a highly inappropriate, unclothed picture Why to my dog sitter, of all people. Why? Do you think I did it on purpose? I, like, your tone already makes it feel like I meant to do this. No, I'm upset because I just don't understand how you could make a mistake like this. Okay. Like, you don't have any wiggle room. <sighs> you don't. And I just, I don't understand why, like, who was the picture for? Sunday, thank you. It's, I promise you this makes this makes like the least creepy sense ever if you was listening to the whole story. So a dog sitter hit me up on Sunday and was like, hey, by the way, um, do you still need me for these dates? As we had talked about a couple of dates in August and she was going to come watch Kiki, my dog. This right? is a new dog sitter, new. by the way. This is a new relationship. New, brand new. Only sat, that you've ruined. Yeah. Sat for me for one time. I mm-hmm. said, yes, does that still work for you? She's like, yes, and blah, blah, blah. We went over a couple more things. And I said, Kiki's doing really well, by the way. She had a cardiology appointment. She's feeling great because my dog has heart issues. And it was her birthday on Thursday. And she's excited to see you. So anyway, back and forth, back and forth. And what I was going to do is because it was Kiki's birthday. I'd taken all these pictures of her just throughout the weekend. And I was going to send her just a collection of Kiki pictures that I'd taken just to be like, hey, Kiki misses you. Mm-hmm. She'll see you soon. Yeah. Trying to be cutesy. Right. So you're wondering, if you're wondering how a unclothed picture of me ended up in her inbox now or in her text message. So I've been like, I've been working out more like with weights yes. <laughs> and me, me, me and my buddy Dan are like kind we're of sending pictures to each other. We're, we're like accountability. Like we're using each other as like accountability. Right. Yeah. 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 And if you send 
multiple pictures in the iPhone, sometimes you select more than you yeah. think you select. So mm-hmm. I sent what I thought were all Kiki pictures, yeah. right? When it was actually one of your bro, like, bro, check it out pics. And there was there was no no response to these pictures. Yeah. And I didn't really, I didn't think much of it because I was just moving on with my day. Last night, though, I was like, did we confirm? Wait, wait, you sent this to hang her? On. I Hang on, so... I was like, why didn't she, she didn't say anything about the Kiki pictures I sent her. That's really weird. But you know how iPhone, it shows you, and the thing is like a clumped group of pictures. So I wasn't sure exactly all the pictures I sent her. I thought it was all Kiki. I click it, and I realize there's literally a shirtless flexing picture of me inside of this group of pictures. So that, so she has, she had that photo for like over 24 hours and nothing had been said between the two of you. It's been over, it was over 24 hours at that point, like a day and a half, nothing said. No. Nothing said. So picture, it's it's like the dog, the dog, the dog, literally me flexing in the mirror. I'm going to look at this picture now. I just sent it to Jess because I want her to tell me how bad this was and how this should be received. Ew, Kramer, this could not be more, this could not be more scary. It's so cringe. It's so sketch. Bro to bro, look at my, look at my muscles, look what's happening here. It's fine. Why is it even that zoomed in, though? It looks like you're uh, this. I think what's worse is that this isn't in the gym. It's in your bathroom. It's in my so bathroom. So that's going to make her feel even more uncomfortable. Do I need to say anything like, hey, sorry, I accidentally sent you a shirtless photo of myself in there. I didn't mean to because now yeah. nothing's been said. Or do we just move on? No, no. You have to say something, even though she's not going to believe you. This was her biggest fear the entire time. Like, this I'm is what, this is what like... you're most afraid of the entire time, and it happened. But you have to say something. I don't even want this in our text exchange. I need to remove this. I don't even want to look at it what, anymore. What do you say? You have to say, I am so sorry. That was completely inappropriate. That was not meant for you. I didn't mean that. And she'll be like, it's okay. Even though in her mind, she's like, I knew you were. I knew you were. I knew you were trying to creep on me this whole time. I knew you were trying to creep on me. You're using Kiki to get to me. I'm just reading through some of your messages. It looks like most of you, because really what I want to look for is like women's response to this, because as a woman, how would you feel if a dude that like you just worked for, this woman literally just works for me, just watches my dog and only has been doing it for a couple of like one, one visit now. This is a very new relationship. Like how would you want to be this to be mentioned to you if a dude accidentally sent you this that you kind of work for? I would say most of the messages that I'm reading through right now, ha ha ha, it's not as bad as you think, but you've got to apologize. I hope you know that Maryland's the only state where you can slap a state flag on literally anything and people will buy it. Yeah. I mean, Old Bay and when it comes to Old Bay and the Maryland state flag, you put it on anything and people are going to buy it. Totally. New Balance is testing that limits right now, right? Yeah, so New Balance is doing a collab with Old Bay for slides and lacrosse cleats. Yeah. So I was asking, how many, like, what do you own that has some type of Maryland state pride on there? We can say either the state flag, which is probably going to be more common, or the Old Bay logo. Mm -hmm. Because I saw a guy that was walking around the Inner Harbor and he had a belt on that was literally all just the Maryland state flag. Yeah. And I'd never seen that before. I see it on all kind of things, and I would never think to put it on. Text is what yours thing is, 410-583-1065. So we have uh, Chelsea in Baltimore says cat collars. Never seen it before. That's cool. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but I get it. 
because of state law. That's it. Yeah. We got a text right here. Umbrella and bikini. Shout out to Route 1 Apparel, which, I mean, they have anything you would want in a Maryland state flag they've got. I don't think, I'm trying to think. Have I seen a Maryland state flag bikini yet? I don't think so. Really? Have you seen one yet? Yeah. I don't think I have yet. Yeah. Okay. Kayla says she has a Maryland state flag uh, stethoscope. Okay, makes that's sense. That's so sick. For all the nursing. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.